All-American half pounder, sweet pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato. This is Rock and Roll Radio. Come on, let's rock and roll with the Ramon. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast, episode 149, International Ramones Day Special. I'm your host, Nate. I did not get an actual Ramon. I did not get the PJ Souls, but I did get a real-life Riff Randall rock and roller. Her name is Sarah Ramone. How's it going, Sarah? Hi, Nate. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy International Ramones Day to you. Yes. We can (laughs) designate one, but every day is Ramones Day for me. Of course, we don't need an actual Ramones Day because any day, like you said, can be a Ramones Day, but not everybody is a Ramones head like us, so here we are celebrating the greatest band of all time. I'm into it. So we really wanted to do this Ramones Mania thing today, but I just found out like literally two minutes ago that there already is a Ramones Mania too. I had no idea. So we're just going to put together a, a better Ramones Mania. Yes, we will do a much better job. <laughs> so the idea is we're going to take two songs from each studio album. Sarah's going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. And she also had the idea of putting on two songs that weren't on any of the albums. So we're going to do that. It's going to be the ultimate Ramones mania. It's going to be a blast. We're going to do it together right here really, really soon. Yes. This is the Dummy Room slash Ramona Confidential Ramones mania. And it's supersedes all others (laughs) (laughs) yeah before we get to all the ramon stuff tell me about um ramona confidential your your instagram thing yes yeah i was doing it before for a few years and took a little break due to some life happenings and wasn't all that sure that i wanted to come back i actually kind of didn't want to for a while and Just, it was a culmination of events that kind of just made me randomly pop back in. Um, You know, everything going with the pandemic, it's a lot of, you know, sad vibes going. And also, additionally, um, there was the tribute video for Manu Livermore that I took part in. I was just thinking about him and I was thinking about everything that was going on in the world. And I thought, hey, why not be there to point out that while we're going through something ugly, the parallel of beauty is also occurring and show, you know, highlight the good that's going on. And music is always our refuge, you know, our place we can go to recharge ourselves and stay strong and feel better. So, you know, I'm here. I came back to point that out and I kind of didn't want all of the social media going on again because it's just too much to keep up with. And I kind of just formulated everything in 10 minutes. I really had no plan whatsoever. And 
it's just funner that way. And that really is the Ramon spirit. Just jump in and do it. It doesn't matter if you know what you're doing. Just figure it out as you go. And uh, since October, I think it was October 7th when I started, I've been consistent every week with a review. And now the one, two, three, fours that take place of the interviews where I just have somebody do quick top four list and write a little bio for them. And I get to be a riff Randall for somebody different every week, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. I dig it. And I think anyone who who listens to this show um, should go check it out because I, I think you'd love it. I mean, we listen to the same shit. So whatever she's writing about, you know, I'm talking about. So you're going to dig it. Go check it out. Let me ask you this. Yes. How do you pick them? Um, I don't really have a method. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I, I compare myself to D.D. Ramon a lot. You know, his sort of savant powers with creativity. And it, it really is that way. I have no method whatsoever. I just kind of think of somebody and my little heart sparkles. And I'm like, yeah, I should ask them about, hmm, yes, this. I, every once in a while, I will, if it's somebody that I don't know as well, I'm trying to expand a little bit so I'm not just sticking with people that I know or have a really personal connection to. But if it's, if it's usually it's somebody that either I know pretty well within yeah. just my history in the scene or it's somebody that I feel a deep connection to through what they do and just from the sense that I have of them either way, I'll know what to choose for them. But sometimes I collaborate and that's cool. And it's kind of funny because I hate lists. They kind of freak me out and I don't like choosing top this or top that, which makes Uh-oh. this also funny. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. We will get through it and... Yeah, that's essentially how it goes. I have a good idea. It's mapped out maybe like like three weeks in advance. And then luckily I have B-Face on board to help me with doing all the graphics because it, you should have seen the first one that I tried to put together. Like I can see it. I'm essentially like I can narrate. I can make your shoelace sound mystical but if you ask me to draw something or do any kind of graphic it just looks terrible like i can do is a stick man and that's it <laughs> so, I, so i came to him with an idea and it was it was laughably hilarious and he had it worked out quickly because my logo graphics are kind of like a mixture of road to ruin like the ramones style and then the New York dolls. So we just went with both of the colors and he put something together great for me. And I feel very fortunate to have him as well as anybody that supports this little idea, because I wasn't so sure after being gone for so long that anybody would really care. And, you know, it's just fun to hang out and connect with people on something that is second nature for me you know it's it's second nature to put on a record and fall in love with songs and it's fun to search things out and i'm happy that's cool um i'm wondering how you picked the top fours like john from mom's basement was on and he did top four riverdales i think yeah i just with john from mom's basement we have a long history together i've known him since just before mom's basement launched 
when he was putting together that first little split for his first release we were already buddies for a while we started like randomly talking on facebook for it was a ponches and rickabelly's split that had came out and john you know he has everything in his collection so he started talking (laughs) to me about the hand-drawn covers because of course he has that and um we just we we really bonded over music and i i it's just we've talked about like 8,000 different bands with each other. And I try not to, to repeat anything. Last week I had a, a, I didn't do the exactly the same thing. I did a Screeching Weasel top four records. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Top four songs because Ricardo Bucchioni, he did the top four songs and I didn't want to give that to somebody else. So I did top four records. But um, with John, he really loves the Riverdales. I mean, who doesn't? But he just, you know, I know how his affection is for certain things. And it's kind of funny, poor guy, because it, he, it sounds so easy at first pick four songs. And later he's like, wow, that was really hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I can relate. I mean, if, if you gave, if you put all the Ramones records in front of me and asked me, pick your top four Ramones records I would just do it to make you happy and then I would walk away with a square ass because all the rest (laughs) would be in my shirt in the back because I can't leave anything behind I get a little bit of anxiety when I'm asked to do things and I kind of map it out very hilariously I'm like okay well I'll pick a favorite one from the original four and then I'll pick one from when Marky shows up then I'll pick one from when Marky leaves and Richie comes on and then Marky's return and then CJ because you can just map it out and just end up picking them all. And I have a hilarious way to justify everything, but it's I like lists because it's it's just like a fun little snapshot of somebody's personality. I tell people just not to take it too serious and just oh, do yeah, it in the sure. moment because that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of like hanging out with somebody at the record store and asking them a question while they're combing through a used section. And, you know, you're not thinking about it too much. You just say it. And some things you can be really decisive about and, you know, have a lot of conviction for. But it's it's not really to take it seriously. It's just to show just a little facet of personality and then that gives me a chance to do the main point of it, which is to write a bio for the person and, you know, just say what they mean to me or talk about what they do or what they're promoting. It's a nice, easy way to say, Hey, this is what they have going right now. Check it out. And here's what they're doing. And I post a little snippet of the song in the stories. And it's just a fun way to talk about music, really not to do anything too serious, just fun. I love lists, and I remember when we first started doing, like, top whatevers, I I would, like, stress out about it. <laughs> like, I, I took it pretty seriously. Like, I had to get it right. I had to choose, you know, the right song or whatever. And and now now it's like, whatever. I don't, I don't even care. You know, I just, I yeah. just kind of choose what I'm loving that day or in that moment. Somebody always bitches about them, too. Like, yeah. Especially like Riverdale's or Weasel. Like, I'm sorry that we don't have the same favorite Riverdale's album, but it's just an opinion and it's just for fun. 
<laughs> but seriously, though, it, it makes the topic, you know, somewhat interactive and it's just fun. I love going back and I love listening with the intent of finding a favorite song, whereas normally it's just, you know, it's on and it's casual listening and it's it's whatever. But when you're trying to find a favorite you know, you listen more intently. You're you're looking for certain things, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just cool, man. I I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is cool to consider all of the possibilities. And somebody is always going to say that you didn't pick the right one. Yeah. Or how can you like that album more than this one? You know how how can you possibly think that? Yeah, it's <laughs> and I, I always feel I feel <laughs> in those situations, you know that. Morpheus from the Matrix meme, or he's like, "Did you know I was want to make one that says, did you know you can make your own list as well?'" <laughs> so. Yeah, we did. Um, we did like a dream band thing last week or the week before, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you know we had five choices in each category for each member or whatever, and I swear every list had somebody that wasn't on the list. It's like, can't you just? fucking choose somebody from the list yeah i was reading through <laughs> it and i saw a couple people saying what this isn't on here and it's like oh, make your own it's okay or you know or i was like shamed over that list like how could i leave kim shattuck off the list it's like it everybody knows that kim is number one so yes, she's a goddess, she doesn't need to be on so the list that's, you know that's kind of something that you don't even have to speak that's like saying that's like talking about punk rock and saying oh you didn't mention joey ramon's name well he's the godfather so <laughs> yeah. that's obviously there it would it would always be joey or kim or or, or Dee, Dee, you know so y- you gotta leave you gotta leave some of those special people off yeah you know? i saw roach so that was more than enough for me she's like my number one girl that i totally look up to she, yeah, just her energy great. is so beautiful and that's actually somebody I would like to have on my one, two, three, four list. So I will make a note. You gave me ideas from your idea. There you go. In relation to lists, I also really love at the end of Johnny Ramone's book, Commando. Have you read it? Yes. That where he goes through all of his lists. His lists are great. He's kind of, you know, he kind of has his little hard ass personality about things. And it's funny, but it's I really loved those lists and that's what made me think of this idea when we were trying to decide what we were going to do and obviously we're not going to critique anything because that's not our job but we can pick favorite songs (laughs) i can critique it yeah you can and (laughs) i'm you know i kind of go with the joey ramone approach of not wanting to you know, totally tear anything down. He has that quote, you know, saying that I would never do a negative review because why would I waste my time on that? He wants to turn people on. So I can be the Joey and you can be the Johnny. There you go. <laughs> I'm never really negative. No, you're not. Like for, for me to say like, you know, the later Ramones albums were inferior to the early stuff. That's that's not really being negative. That's just being, you know, realistic. Oh, no, you're completely (laughs) entitled to your incorrect opinion, Nate. It's fine. (laughs) The thing is, I change my mind so much. Like, one day, this is my favorite Ramones, whatever, and the next day, this is. So I I might look like a hypocrite, but, you know, it's just just my opinion changing from day to day. Um, So let me ask you this. Yes. 
Do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote that was like punk rock related? I don't know. I mean, I used to, I, well, like for like people, because like, I mean, when I was a kid, I had a diary and would write about music in there too. And my diary was pretty hilarious, but I, yeah, I wrote, I, I wrote about like the cure and the Ramones in my diary when I was like a kid, (laughs) but um, that's great. Like, so what's your favorite cure song? Oh, don't even do that to me. (laughs) I can't, I have. It, that's always shifting to I've I essentially before like the only band that is bigger like or as big as the Ramones for me is the cure because I heard them around like seven years old I had an older sister who was a total cure baby you know around that time in the mid 80s lots of chicks were like that they had cool hair they dressed cool and they loved the cure and if you're a guy and you're smart, you will know how to talk about the cure to girls like us. So, <laughs> but um, that was the first band I ever heard. And, you know, image wise, you know, there there's a very punk rock spirit within the early days of the cure, you know, with the, the songs they'd play and the way they'd present themselves. And they have one of the best bass players ever Simon but um yeah don't ask me to pick a favorite song because I I can't even pick a favorite record really because it's just I feel like I'm betraying myself in some way (laughs) not really even I'm not even really betraying Robert Smith I'm betraying me because (laughs) it's it's something that I love a lot but I uh, the last cure related thing I bought was it's a double LP that they recorded right around the same time that they did the greatest hits the one with the blue cover on the front but they did a separate session where they recorded every song on the track list acoustically and it's a beautiful beautiful recording it's super clear and it's just kind of some things that you didn't even know that you needed to hear acoustically and they have a lot of different elements of instrumentation and it's beautiful. But I mean, if, if I had to pick like one love song that, you know, I had to take to desert Island and listen to forever and ever until I could like Tony Stark my way out of there and go get something else (laughs) that I wanted to listen (laughs) to. That's great. (laughs) Such a dork. Tony Stark. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, if, if if you love something enough, you'd figure it out. You'd Iron Man your way out of there and figure out how to go get the other records. But I mean, obviously, um, Love Song is huge for me. Great one. Just like Heaven is huge for me. I remember being a kid and just thinking that the just like heaven video was the coolest thing in the world and i love it a lot and but i mean there's there's so many records and that's a band that has a lot of different phases too that's another reason why i love the ramones it's because they started out one way but they consistently took turns they consistently took chances tried different things and they had their 
essential foundation and not everybody agrees with it, but I fall in love with them every step of the way for the sheer fact that they were willing to go through some sort of metamorphosis and evolve a bit and try something that didn't sound like the last record. It's just beautiful. And they, yeah, they had that core sound though, you know, like every record had two or three songs, at least that, made you remember who you were listening to yeah and that's that's the thing is you know if you have a strong enough foundation you can do whatever the fuck you want you really can because if you if you have your own identity you listen to yourself and say okay this is who i am like the ramones in the beginning you know even even before they ordered the band properly when dd was doing vocals and Joey was doing drums and who know, who knows how that sounded. I've never got to hear anything with Joey on drums. I bet it was a hoot. But uh, um, you know, even before Tommy ordered everything, they they were shifting into their own identity. They were figuring out who they wanted to be. They were just listening to themselves and being authentic. And there's there lies the foundation of what they were able to start from and it just carried along the entire way. And how lucky are we to have had them that long? Absolutely. It's it's a beautiful thing, you know, even in the absence of it, there's so much to revisit and fall in love with. And you can just, you know, it's, it's, it's like a TV show, you know, that you really fall in love with and it ends and you feel sad. You can just go right back to the beginning and start over. (laughs) that's what I do it's something that you just you're acclimated to you just it just clicks for you and the people that it just clicks for I generally enjoy talking to and those that don't well we don't need that kind of negativity in our lives do we (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so do you want to get right into it and do our Ramones Mania yeah you mean the dummy room Ramona Confidential Ramones Mania that is better than all other Ramones Manias. Yeah, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. Hi, these minstrels will soothe my jangled nerves. All right, let's start with the start with the first record. Yeah. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, Why don't you go first? Yes, ladies first. You're such a gentleman. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be no. stereotypical here because I I have certain like 50 reasons for why I figure everything out the way I do but I want to have you know because we didn't get to keep him in the band for past a certain point you know we just had him in the early days I want to go with the Tommy song and I think Tommy just writes just beautiful simple songs that can resonate with anybody I choose I want to be your boyfriend because it's the best love song in the world. Hey, little girl, I want to be your boyfriend. Sweet little girl, I want to be your boyfriend. Feel a deep What do you say? 
It's it's one of my two favorites from the first album. Um, it's just got that uh, it's got that great like sixties fifties feel to it. Such a such a good song. Love that. Yeah, it's it's definitely got that dreamy fifties sixties pop vibe to it, and it's just was it was made for Joey to sing. There's no other way around it. It's just that song was it was in Tommy's heart and mind but it came out of him to be sang by joey even but even then there's this great video clip of tommy before he got sick and he's playing acoustically and it just sounds so beautiful i post it every year for his either his birthday or his death anniversary because i feel all stages of life should be celebrated but it's it's a really beautiful one on YouTube of him playing it acoustically. I think it was like at one of his uncle monk shows his band that he had at the end, but um, that's just a perfect little song that he wrote and it's cemented in everyone's heart. If you have any sort of inclination to being some kind of romantic, it's just a perfect (laughs) song. Tommy should have wrote more. Yes. Like, that's such a great one. Like, oh, he should have been doing more like that. But he did the important things. He did the important parts to start it. And because Dee Dee was doing some awesome shit. But at the same time, Tommy was the one who had the vision for it. He was the mastermind of the whole operation. He saw the way, all the ways that the pieces should fit together. And it was perfect. And, you know... Without Tommy, we wouldn't have Blitzkrieg Bop. But, you know, at the same time, Tommy and Dee Dee, we wouldn't have Blitzkrieg Bop. Because when it was initially written, it was, I, I believe it was Animal Hop. That's the way Tommy had it written. And Dee Dee was like, hell no, and made it Blitzkrieg Bop. And that's, <laughs> I love, and, and that shows that they just had that chemistry. That's another thing, too. If the chemistry isn't there, 
if you don't have it, there's no way you can fake it. You you cannot fake that kind of chemistry. And it's just, I'm I'm in love right from the moment. And that's why I have, hey, ho, let's go tattooed on my feet. That was my first Ramones tattoo of nine. And uh, it's just great song. Super cool. So I I've told this story before, but I I put a I put that song on a mixtape for a girl once. I was like you know eighteen or nineteen or something like that, and um, yeah, it did not work. Oh <laughs> well, it would work with the right girl. I don't know. I've I've only gotten mixtapes from friends. I've never gotten a mixtape from a guy who has a romantic interest in me. But if I got a tape that had that at the beginning, I would. I would start to melt pretty much and be a puddle through the rest of the tape. So maybe not for that girl, but it would work for this girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> the other song that we're going to do, my other pick is chainsaw. Now I fucking love this song. Um, this is the song, like I had heard the Ramones. I had heard like pet cemetery and stuff before that, but this is the song that I heard, um, Screeching Weasels, you know, their their album, the cover album they did. And I heard that, and this is like the first song I heard on it. And once it came on, I was blown away. And when I finally heard the original version, um, I was even more blown away. I thought that one was better, but yeah, that that's what really made me, you know, love the Ramones was, was hearing Screeching Weasel do uh, Chainsaw. It's just so fucking great. Love this song. It's just the best yes, thank you screeching weasel that is really is a great cover album i it's my favorite of all of them there's lots of great ones in the and i think there's there's only like a couple that haven't been covered at this point right yeah um i think there's what two left yeah but that one is my favorite of all of them i have a first pressing of that and it just it just matches it energy wise. They had a great intuition for going into the studio and just matching the feel of it because you can play the songs, you can figure out the songs and play them. But if you're not going to match the emotion of it, especially when approaching something like that, that's quite the endeavor. I, I'm, I admit I, when I hear somebody cover a Ramon song, there's some that I absolutely hate and I'm not going to say, but there's some that I'm just like, what, what the fuck were you thinking? This is awful. <laughs> I heard one last night that was really bad. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why I got sick last night. <laughs> uh, you had to get it out of your system. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some of them are just bad, but Screeching Weasel has had that knack i mean that that classic lineup is just eternally important eternally significant and just that whole time frame with you know with ben john vapid and panic it's it's just it's it's so significant and they they were made to cover that record and i adore it to the ends of the earth so i can understand how that would introduce somebody in it. And they do have the means to introduce people to other bands, you know, even like for, for a lot of people 
outside of Italy, the the reason we know about the man Jesus is because of Screeching Weasel. So it's it's super cool and definitely relatable that that would be your entry to the Ramones. Great record. Yeah, for sure. Um, so next record is Leave Home. Yes. Um, so I looked up the release dates for the next two records, Leave Home and Rocket to Russia, and they're like yes. eight months apart. And my birthday falls right in between them. And it's weird because those albums are so great and they age so well. And I, I feel like, you know, I feel like I haven't aged as well as these records, you know? Oh, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both timeless to me as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, do I go first? Are we going to alternate? Yes. Okay, yes. so I'm going to go with, I think this is, I think this is my favorite. Um, well, it is today. Um, let's go with, uh, oh, oh, I love her so. <laughs> adorable early joey love song joey at his quite best. possibly ever it's it's just very sweet and all the little references i actually have friends a married couple that have been together for a long time and that was their song when they got together because the guy he was working at burger king when they met each other <laughs> and so cool. they they have all kinds of references in it that's really cute and i always think of them when i hear it hi Pete and Mary Alice that's their song and it's very adorable but um yeah it's that's just that's just joy sweetness all the way and you just can't go wrong with that song it's very yeah very cute yeah it's just an earworm for me you know especially the the oo part it's just yeah. so it's just so damn catchy you know it's a great poppy song and i mean like it's a Ramon song but you know if you take Joey's vocals off there it's like a completely different song 
Oh, totally. I was listening to it on the way in here, and um, yeah, just like that chord progression is just kind of like harder Ramon sounding, but it's still this you know great pop song yeah it is it's it's the vocals that transform it and all of the backings are super sweet too yeah they they sound so good um so what are you picking okay i am going to go with swallow my pride that is awesome. my absolutely favorite on this record it's a joey dd song and it's just super cool. It's, you know, great hook. It's just something that it's a song that I can listen to in the background or completely focus on. And it's just kind of always there. When I think about this record, I the imagery comes to mind first. It's one of my favorite album covers. Leave Home has a beautiful album cover. But additionally, it's, you know, that that's the first song that pops into my head. There's there's a lot to love on this record, and it's a lot of people's favorite record. It's not my all-time favorite if you make me choose one, but it's a very close second for the amount of material that it has that's just really good and very consistent, and Swallow My Pride is just cool. And I love the funny lip-sync video for it. It's pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> I I kind of wanted to go with What's Your Game? Because I saw the guy from the prom oh, dates doing that acoustically, too. like, this weekend. I think it was this weekend. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Einar is is fantastic with his with his ability to translate Ramon's songs and really just any song. That guy is just a natural singer that is out of this world. He's very talented. I've loved the prom dates for a very long time. And both both of them, both singers are just completely talented yeah. guys but yeah he can play any ramon song with his eyes closed and probably just do it telepathically i guess <laughs> uh rocket to russia my favorite yeah this is the one huh yes i think this is the one that johnny chose as his favorite in his book too <laughs> if i'm not mistaken i haven't read commando for a long time but i i'm pretty sure this is the one that he said was their best because i, I think so he yeah. felt everything fit together really well and i think that's why i love it too and you have that element where everything is working together really well and leave home but it's just feels completely magnified in rocket to russia it's it's just a perfect beautiful record am i going first or are you going first you are going first yes okay I am. Are you going with Ramona? <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could. It's a great one. I'm not going that way, but you know, I think I'm going to I'm going to be different than I was initially because last week I was thinking here today gone tomorrow because it's a perfect song. It's beautiful. It's yeah. insanely magical ballad. I love it forever. And the way Joey sings it is always different every time in live footage. I love that about it. But Teenage Lobotomy is such a fun song. I'll go ahead and pick that as my favorite. It's cool. It's 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 funny. The lyrics are kind of like, you know, out there and funny. But it's it's such a cool song. They can't all be love songs, you know? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, they, they can't all be love songs. But I got to go with a love song. Um, Lock It Love. 
So good. Oh, I love this I one. Now I want that one. Give me that one. I will take yours, Nate. <laughs> oh, there's, there's so many good songs. Like each album, it, it's so hard to choose two from each one, you know? Or, or one. It's hard to choose one from each album. Yeah, let's just, just let's ugh. just do the whole track list, and I'll say one, and then you say one until we say them all, and we choose all of them for this one. This is going to be a four LP set for anybody who wants this version of Ramones Mania. <laughs> yeah, our uh, Ramones Mania is just like the entire catalog, yeah. the whole discography. Like, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> we choose all them, but Lock and Love is a perfect song. Oh, so good. Such a great chorus oh, on yeah. that one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm kind of listening back now, making sure I made the right choice. And I did. Oh, it's such a good song. One of the one of the catchiest songs they yeah. they had, I think, for me. Definitely. Perfect song. Perfect record too. It just yeah. really is. I think it's my favorite uh uh cover too. Yes. That's yeah, and when I think of, of Ramon's record, this is probably the first cover that pops to mind. And you have the first one that's just it's legendary. Everybody knows it, but this one just it's you feel their energy at that stage of existence for them. You feel how how established it is. Just just looking in their looking in their faces you can see they're like fuck yeah we're here and we're gonna kick your ass the confidence that yep. they have on the on this one it's just like it oozes out and the and that pink the pink ramones it just like pops out yes i wear nothing but black typically but i love pink in small increments and that's <laughs> the way i get to appreciate it the rocket russia cover all right um on to my favorite album, Road to Ruin. Hmm. Yeah, I love this record. I'm not I'm not even sure why. Like, um maybe it's the production. I don't know, but you know, the songs are great. I just I don't know, I love this album. I love Leave Home and Rocket to Russia, but I think this is the one, like this is the one I couldn't live without. <gasps> Nate <laughs> <laughs> I think this this record is wonderful because it's a point where everything they were going to be able to do from their start came together. They they took it as far as it was going to go, all of their early sound and it was getting ready to shift. And this was this was hey, were the Ramones check us out at their best yeah yeah that's what i think i i love how they have some songs on here that are just like they're tough they're they're tough sounding songs and then they also have like yeah their most beautiful love songs on here so it's like yes. the best of both ramones and um this album includes um my favorite ramone song of all time and that is she's the one so it has to be on our ramones mania yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's my girl 
just pick it together. I love that song <laughs> so much, too. <laughs> I'll pick one, too, but I really love that one. So That's good. That's just, it's such a perfect song. And there's, I don't even know. Maybe it was everybody that wrote it together in this one because there's no writing credit for it. But the only one that has a writer's credit is I Want to Be Sedated. Joey wrote that, but maybe it was everybody on this one. I don't remember. I think Johnny's book says it. I should have pulled it for reference because he's so informative. My favorite grump. But um, <laughs> I, She's the One is just a perfect song. I I just kind of fall in love with that one too. And that's that's kind of like, hmm, that's kind of like the oh, oh I love her so of this record. <laughs> yeah, it, really is. it is like that, but it's it's so much more intense. Yeah. You know, like Joey is singing and it's it's sweet sounding, but at the same time it's you know, his delivery is powerful and, yeah. and just he's, he's got all the bravado. He's 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 putting it out there. He's going for it. Who's this song about? Do we know? I have no idea. It's about me. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have no idea, but it's obviously somebody special. I mean, with no writing credit, maybe it's something that they just kind of dreamt up. Maybe it's just like a storytelling song, quite possibly. Or maybe it's something that they wanted to make that any of the ladies hanging out at the show could identify with or yeah. their unimaginative boyfriends could play for them back at home that's kind of the i love love songs that are personal and have that sort of intent in them where somebody's opening up their life but these love songs that can go to anybody either they have such a special quality to them and i think that's why they stay with us so long like she's the one so good so we need to pick one more. What are you going with? No, we chose She's the One together. <laughs> uh, no. Well, let's choose another one then off Road to Ruin together because that's not the album that we're going to only pick one song from. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, it, it's it's super, super hard. I mean, if I it's so hard my to head choose out of sometimes. the clouds and don't do the hopeless romantic thing, I really love Don't Come Close is Awesome. I, yeah, I love that one a lot. That's my other choice. Um, so maybe if I'm going from a different angle, but I Don't Want You is, is such a badass song, too. That's kind of one of those get lost songs that's great. You know what I think they should have done on this album? They should have put the acoustic version of Questioningly on it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I, I get I get teary every time I hear that because it's just it's so good. That's a song that just kind of doesn't need anything but Joey though, so it can I know. it can go either way. I love the album version, but yeah, it's it was super cool. I mean, sometimes when bonus Ramones things come out, they don't really resonate with me. I'm like, yeah, that's okay, but I like this better. Oh, yeah. I, you know, or if, if I've gotten to hear a demo longer, I'm like, no, I like the demo. But that's something that's really beautiful is the acoustic version of Questioningly. But yeah, let's go with um, let's go with Don't Come Close. OK. OK, 
thank you for helping me because I was getting <laughs> I was getting lost. All right. <laughs> What's next? End of the century. And I'm glad you let me announce it because this is the studio album that was made closest to when I was born in 1979 when all magical things happen or actually yeah this was recorded in may of 1979 i was born a few months later and then it was released in february of 1980 so i love end of the century i i hear people knock it sometimes because they're like oh it doesn't sound like the Ramones or I don't like the cover or blah 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 and you can get lost if you don't like it I don't care <laughs> I love it um not you Nate I'm saying to anybody else who doesn't like it uh, <laughs> I'm allowed not to like it yeah you can but I like no, it because I know yeah. you like it because it has some great love songs on it so Nate's on board um <laughs> 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 yeah um we were like two little kids with this this is fun um yeah this is just the perfect record i love it it's it just has like a weird element to it you know with the phil specter involvements and dd's Dee stories about being in the studio are just kind of crazy i hope they're not true because i would be mortified um there's this great video clip where he's talking about it and Johnny is kind of standing there smirking the whole time and I don't want to misquote it but I think he's talking about no I don't want to do it because I think I've, I've I'm probably going to quote something Dee said from another interview because he has like 50 hilarious stories about people but it's funny and but I think this record was important because it's a shift. It's it's a shift in their dynamic. It's an expansion. It's yeah, yeah. a for sure. risk taking that they haven't done before. And it's an absolute expansion of Joey's energy and what he can do in a song. What kind of song he can carry. And you know, it's it's like I say, you know, certain songs were made for certain people, but Joey was made for every song. And it's just, you know, I'm going to be a snob about people covering the Ramones, but I mostly don't want to hear anybody sing a Ronette song. And Joey just nails it perfectly. It's beautiful. Um, are we, are you going first or am I going first for this one? I think it's you. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this for 20 minutes and then. We'll finally get to the song. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wanting us to make a executive decision quickly, you might want to go listen to another Ramones Mania because Nate and I are hopeless. Uh, <laughs> um, my favorite on this record is Danny Says. It's just, that's, I know I said that Joey, another perfect Joey song was on the record, but the I'm going to say it every time. Every song is my favorite. That's I'm annoying in that way because I really do mean it when I say it because I have just a collection of songs that are all in my number one and my number one section of me is about yeah. to explode, but I'm holding it all together. <laughs> and, um, 
Danny's is just such a great song. I love it because, you know, it, it just it, it marks everything around the time with Danny Fields. And, you know, it talks about being on the road. And, you know, there's just I love I love love songs where, you know, it's just straight across a guy telling a girl that he's into her. But I my most favorite element of love songs is just when somebody's sitting there in the moment and just feeling desire at its most fundamental level and that's what this song it's just desire it's just desiring somebody and thinking about them and writing some poetry that happens to be a beautiful song and it's just has that sort of dreamy quality to it and i love the demo the demo is great it's Mm -hmm. it's, you know what you would hear live but i always go with the album version because it just has that whole great wall of sound quality to it it's it's a 60s song it really is Mm -hmm. it's perfect and it's just desire you know who doesn't like feeling that because all of the other messy complications that can come along with romance aren't included in desire you're just having fun in that moment and i think that's why (laughs) i love that song a lot aside from the lyrics it's just you know they get stuck in your head and you remember it and it's perfect just a perfect little dream i love that song I think I had some growing up to do to uh to appreciate that song, which is weird because I I love like '60s stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just had to grow up a little bit, which which I haven't really done yet, but um, took me a little bit, but it's great. That's okay, Nate. I have loved it for seventy years for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite? My favorite is is the classic rock and roll high school. Rock, 
I'm not yeah. going to leave this song off just because it's the the obvious choice, you know, because it's the it's the most well known. It's it, it's it's the obvious choice because it's fucking awesome. I love this song. I'm not going to leave it off. I love that movie. It's just this song is so punchy and yeah, it, it has just to be has on there. that it just has that fun loving vibe to it. It's, you know, it, the I don't cares come forward in that. And It's a fucking anthem. Should have been like yeah, the biggest it just, hit. It just really is. And and the video is is my super favorite of all the Ramones videos maybe. But I <laughs> for now I will say it is my super favorite because and then I I'll, I'll say it again later but just deal with me. Um <laughs> I think it's my favorite video too. Yeah, Marky. Marky just looks so cool in it. Yeah. 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 I don't know Everybody why. Everybody looks cool in that video. Yeah, you have Marky's like the cool guy that doesn't give a shit and is just <laughs> there to witness yeah. all of the debauchery and Joey is taking charge because the teacher apparently isn't there. Johnny doesn't give a shit because he doesn't. <laughs> and Dee Dee is going to give everyone a really short school day <laughs> with For his sure. science kit. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's it's a great video. That's when I when I think of Ramon's videos, I really love that one. Pops up probably first out of all of them because it's just it's just so fun. You remember the expression on everyone's face, and that's a great choice. And it doesn't matter if it's well known because fuck what other people think if they don't want well known songs. <laughs> this is a good one. I like it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pleasant Dreams. Such a good record. Such a good record. This is really tough because, like, you know, four of my favorite Ramon songs mm-hmm. are on this album. Yeah, it's it's difficult. This is really difficult. I think if you had asked me last week, I probably would have went with my favorite song on the record. But... I'm going to change it up because this weekend I was at work and I had a, I had an embarrassing moment, another embarrassing moment in my life. I didn't think anyone was around. Um, I was wrong. (laughs) I had my ear buddies in and I was singing this song (laughs) and I got caught. I was, uh, I was fairly embarrassed. So I, um, I have to put the song on there and it is (laughs) 7-Eleven. I don't even know like how loud I was singing or anything, but nobody was around, so I was just going for it. And um, this teacher, I don't know if she was a teacher or like a student aide or whatever, but um, yeah, she walked around the corner and, and there I was just uh, singing away. You were ready to dazzle. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how long she was, like I wonder if she was walking down the hall and heard me and stopped and listened for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... um. I'm pretty bashful when it comes to like singing, you know, I just don't do it. (laughs) It's just really a beautiful song. So it's okay if you sing it. I mostly sing because I can't sing. Um, (laughs) I can't sing either. I I can't sing at all. But I was I was probably trying to do like my best joy voice. And yeah, my (laughs) my joy voice is is not good. It's it's fucking awful. (laughs) 
I am not Mike Holt. I cannot do Joey very well. I bet you had a little bit of charm, slight (laughs) bit of charm. We will give you, we will give you 50% charm and say it was okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) You know, that's just such a good song. It it kind of reminds me of that J. Frank Wilson in the Cavalier song, Last Kiss, because, you know, there's a dead girlfriend in it. So (laughs) it's got the dead girlfriend vibe. Love it already. (laughs) that's right up my alley and (laughs) it's it's just it has that formula you know think of that song last kiss that song is epic it's so memorable and this is kind of like their last kiss Mm -hmm. song it's so good and the way it's narrated as well within the lyrics this is masterful lyric writing on joey's part yeah because you can see every you can he's setting the stage and you you're seeing it with him like all like you're Space going invaders there's yeah. a whole there's a whole timeline yeah of the relationship and you're going through it with him and then you got the dead girlfriend so it's it's great you, everything's you know the whole gang is there it's great <laughs> It's a good song. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's a little sad, but it's beautiful. <laughs> and, you know, love is going to end at some point in this one a little bit quicker, but it's it really is a beautiful song. Yeah. Like I said, um, probably wouldn't have made it before Saturday, even though I, I love it, but uh, reminded me of my embarrassing moment. Um, <laughs> so what do you got? Maybe you're going to go with my favorite. Yeah, I'll just pick yours because it's mine too. And you picked it the last time, so I get to pick it this time. This is a problem between us is we tend to choose the same things. And that, you know, great for friendship. Not so good for picking a list. But <laughs> we, yep. we, we're we just getting through it together. And I will go with She's a Sensation. I, I, will, I will be your neighbor to 7-Eleven because that's the track before and I just love that's just it's it's you know it's another one of those Joey Valentines that's just super sweet it's super super sweet and you're gonna get diabetes from listening to it and it's okay (laughs) because you you can balance yourself out and then listen to it again this is a song that I repeat a lot I love it it everything about this record is special and i feel like end of the century was a setup for the ramones to actually shift into this with pleasant dreams the production on this album is beautiful all of the backing vocals are beautiful everything is just arranged in such a way that it's it's just magic to me i love it and you know you have they do have some of the tougher elements but the really sweet elements uh, just shine so brightly. They outshine everything on the record for me. I mean, and y- you know, you have your obvious favorites from people, you know, what people on, like, you know, pedestrian Ramones fans know, like the KKK took my baby away. Everybody knows that song. But, you know, if you listen to the record and you're a real Ramones fan and you allow yourself just to be overtaken by the element of the record, like the utmost element of the record is how beautiful the love songs are on this record and you know she's a sensation is 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 the best without question for me yeah 
but I also I also love Don't Go is such a beautiful song too. Jo- Joey just owned this record. He just did. He just totally did. One of the cool things about this record is it's all Joey and Didi. Yeah. And Didi, Didi added on, added in those, you know, moments with like you sound like you're sick is a great song. Sitting in my room it's one of my favorite songs because he's just bored and hanging out and he wrote the coolest song and it's it's cool way into it come on now is is one of my favorite songs on that record as well yeah that is cool i love the lyrics in that one too it's dd is just being fun and joey is being a super valentine and i'll take it Seven times. Thank you. On to Subterranean Jungle. I love this record so much. This is the first. I, my parents didn't have vinyl collections. I didn't get anything passed down to me. My parents actually were a little. My parents had me a little bit older. So they were like into all the 50s and 60s stuff. They didn't really know about the Ramones. So this was the first Ramones CD that I bought with my own nice um that's why it's special to me and that's cool um kind of funny i i don't know why i this is one that i listen to a lot when i'm working out too so it's kind of one that's just always around it has a special connection to me i love the covers on it they did a great job choosing the covers um that boy you know that boyfriend song is i need your love is the boyfriends do it great but joey just owns everybody i don't even everybody else can take their i need your love home see you later you're it's irrelevant (laughs) with me because (laughs) the ramones version is just the best i love it very much and you know a little bit of soul is was perfect choice i love uh time has come today you know that's such a perfect psychedelic type of choice it's 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 showing a little bit more of their influences and they did such cool and they i love this video too it's it's not as huge for me as rock and roll high school but you know going to the church of the ramones how fun would that be let's go i'll see you there on sunday (laughs) night let's go all right um (laughs) who's choosing first uh you are i am Yep. Oh, okay. Um, that's. Th- I could choose a lot of songs from this record, and it's really hard for me because, like I said, it's the first one I bought with my own money when I didn't really have. I still don't have a lot of money. But <laughs> <laughs> when it was like super, super significant to me, like you know, I was way too young to smoke, and I could have bought cigarettes or Subterranean Jungle, and this was a much better choice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a trio of Dee Dee songs that I am just in love with because it touches more on his mystical side. And I call them mystical Dee Dee songs. And the first one is on this record. It's Highest Trails Above. And I just adore this song for how magic it is. You just, it's, it's such a beautiful piece of Dee Dee poetry set to the Ramones and there's there just wasn't anything like it before and I think that's why it grabs me but also too because I'm 
pretty mystical myself. And <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I love, I love songs that describe things that are just supernatural and on a different level. And I love stars and I love, you know, there's just so many cool little things in there trying to figure out what it would be like, you know, just to close your eyes and drift through all those things, you know, through dragon mist and cloudy lace and, you know, and then there's just, it's just has like, you know, that whole, it, it's, it's just a, a very relaxed feeling. It's a very content feeling. He has all of these magic things going on. There's a very human level of, you know, just feeling love in the moment. And, you know, maybe it's it's just all a euphemism for love. And that's cool. You know, if if I ever fall in love someday, haven't yet. But if I ever fall in love someday, it's going to be like that. It's going to be DD magic all the way. <laughs> less obvious song i think okay um i went with time bomb yes oh that's such a good song yeah this is this is a song that you know i liked it but it didn't really stick out before you know it kind of went unnoticed until i heard um the mangies do it and then after that it was like it just kind of clicked and i fucking love it man it's a great song yeah and if anybody's gonna cover it that's it's them and no one else Nobody else but the Mangies can cover this. Go away. I'm kidding. Brad Marino did a great job covering Subterranean oh, yeah, yeah. Jungle. I forgot about I really, that. I really enjoyed his cover with it. So I'm sorry, Brad. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I, love, I, I love both versions. But yeah, I, I think it's 
Time Bomb is such a cool song because it's it's just Dee Dee ready to kick your ass. He's yeah. in a bad mood. He's a time bomb, baby. He's not <laughs> he's not taking anyone's shit, so you better watch out. I love it. That's probably my favorite on the record, you know? Used to be Outsider. That song's so damn good. Outsider is perfect, but that's you know, I th- I think that's that's just like a quintessential punk rocker song because we're all outsiders. Everybody in scene can relate on that i mean it's i don't think any of us feel like we're completely included when we're out like in the normal world not at all i'm i'm loving out in the normal world and kind of weird in the normal (laughs) world but i don't feel like i'm part of it so you know and, and being an outsider is cool because it you know it if you can embrace that about yourself where you don't fit in those are usually the parts of you that are going to transpire something amazing. And that's what the Ramones did. They they embraced themselves where they didn't fit and it made something beautiful. So I can just be dreamy about everything, sorry. But it's just that's what it means to me. Um <laughs> next album? Too tough to die. Yes. Oh, I love record i'm gonna say that about everything this is um (laughs) this is the start of where like they get kind of weird with the drum sounds you know it's very 80 sounding it's a little too dated but um i'll go first am i going first well i'm i'm kind of dated in 80s so it's okay (laughs) um i'm gonna go first and i'm gonna leave you the the obvious choice? Yes. Don't you dare take mine. I'm going to go with Daytime Dilemma, The Dangers yes. of Love. That's such a good song. It's so good. The way that Joey sings this song, like the first verse, like the first line is repeated three times and it's different <laughs> every time. It's just so cool. Yeah, he he can sing circles around anyone. And this song is the introdu- introduction, at least in the credits, listed credits of my favorite bonus Ramon and one of my hugest all-time crushes, Daniel Ray. He's such a good songwriter and musician. This is him and Joey working together. It's just such a beautiful song. It has so many turns and it's so much more than a simple Ramon song, but it holds the energy so well. And I am in love with 80s Ramones. That's, you know, it's this... I would take all the other 80s Ramones records behind my back, but I would. This is the one that I would show you while I'm putting the other ones behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it a lot, and it's it's beautiful. Should I say my favorite? Sure. I, you already know it, but um, it's Howling at the Moon is my of course absolute favorite. I have the. The lyrics to the song are monumentally important to me. It's represented, you know, in my heart as a song. I have a painting with the lyrics from Manuel from the main from I say manges and manges. I in, I intervene because you know there's that <laughs> video clip that they put out where it says manges the pronounce the pronunciation video, but then everybody says manges. So I'll just say manges with you, everybody. Um, but I have a painting that he did with the lyrics, Manuel from the Manjis. And then I have a tattoo 
on my leg that it's a Victorian cameo that says winter turns to summer, sadness turns to fun from Valentina de Rosa from the nuts. She's my definite honorary sister from the punk rock scene. I love her. She's such a talent and amazing. If you ever have the chance to go get tattooed by her, do it because she has her hands are like feather light. She's amazing. I don't know if you do you have tattoos, Nate? Nope. No. Okay. So you're a blank canvas. But anybody else, if you have the chance to get tattooed by Valentina, she is just amazing. But yeah, this song is really significant to me. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. Dee Dee wrote it about smoking weed, and it's it's just so emotional for me because it's just, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's just one of those songs where you you're in a moment of you know if if i'm in a moment where i'm kind of doubting myself i mean creatively all of us little funny creative people hit our moments where like am i doing what i'm supposed to do i belong here should i even be doing this (laughs) if i need like a little bit of encouragement i'll put on, on that song and it'll make me feel better and actually i i'm gonna say it again this is my most favorite ramones video (laughs) because (laughs) it's it's it has so much weird things going on in it i always definitely weird i always want to be the guy that they give the boom box to because he dances so cool but (laughs) i also want to be the old lady at the end because she actually gets the ramones how cool would that be yeah (laughs) i don't want to be I don't want to be the ladies that get the, get the weird baby. <laughs> <laughs> I either want to get the jam box or I want to get the Ramones. Actually, yeah, I'll take the Ramones. But yeah, it's it's just a really cool. And, you know, Joey has all of that 80s swagger. He's got his leather gloves on. And he looks so cool. And... It's just it's just a perfect song. It's beautiful. And you you can't get past the, the sha la la's. So so catchy. Yeah. Can you sing it? G- give me no. your best sha la la. No, no. <laughs> I will not. I'm not going to do you it do either. Do it with your earbuds later. <laughs> I'll do it when I'm all by myself. <laughs> Hopefully. I'll have to peek around corners from now on to make sure I'm alone. <laughs> that that sounds pretty bad, but you know. <laughs> Or you can just say a disclaimer before you sing. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'm usually by myself when I sing, so it doesn't matter. And I like, you know, just go sing in the shower. That's always the safest place to do it. <laughs>
All right, next up is Animal Boy. Animal Boy turns 35 next month, less than a month. May May 19th. It's our I kid think. brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I got to release the the new Rochelle's version of it. And that album to me before that, I mean it was I liked it, but the new Rochelle's added so much life to it. I go back and I listen to it now and I have more of an appreciation for it. Yeah, they did do a cool job with it. It's it's um I'm keeping this one behind my back when I show you too tough to die. So I love this one a lot too. And it's just, it has, it has songs that just are going, I mean, even though it's, you know, this, this falls within the eighties sound too, but it just, it's timeless in in its own right for certain songs. It's just, you're always going to remember them and they're, they're dated in a way and then they're not. It's just they can move forward to present time. So you go first. Uh, so so I've got three that I I've got four that I really love. Um, oh, make up your one mind. One of them has to be. <laughs> there's a big one that if I don't say it, you're going to say it. OK, so I'll just say it. OK, Bonzo. Yes, we don't have to choose one. Each. <laughs> no, I'll choose one. But yeah, this this is Of course Bonzo's on there. It's one of the greatest songs ever written. Yeah, it really is. I this is kinda like a big F U to Ronald Reagan around that time. That's why I love it. And you know, thinking in that time frame, you know, Dee Dee's was and Joey were pretty significant. I mean, this is a nice look at who Joey and Dee Dee were as people their views as humans in the world and i love them for the way they looked at the world and you know this is a song that i thought a lot about during the time frame of our last unfortunate situation politically <laughs> i won't go too far into it but um <laughs> it's yeah i don't want to get hate comments but um <laughs> it's 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 significant it it shifts to it shifts to any time even though it's reference referencing something very specific and then it doesn't even have to be political it has that element of it but you know even if somebody's just feeling worn out that song just feels good the intro to it is one of my most favorite intros to a Ramon song ever 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 i love it i don't know why it just it's good it's it's just so powerful sounding, you know, like you, you can just get wrapped up in it. Yes. And it's not like it doesn't have to be political. Like you said, it's not like it's it's not fuck ragin, fuck ragin. It's not like that at all. It's no, it's just like so subliminal, you know, there's a lot more wit in the lyrics. It's it's more subliminal. But, you know, don't become one of Hitler's children. You could say that to anybody because I don't want anybody to do that. But it's <laughs> yeah. it's um. <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's just a really really magic song it is i know i call everything magic too i love everything and everything is magic if you step into my world that is all that happens is love and magic but <laughs> it's um it's a song that just it matters it will always matter to me and I would like to choose it with you, but I will choose another one because 
we have to choose one each. I guess we made some rules for this, right? More the merrier. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever, Nate. <laughs> um, I will go more fun since you picked one that had, I mean, it, it, yours could be fun and just something that you get lost in, but I will go with something that is just purely fun and I will choose crummy stuff. That's the one. It's ju it's just a good song. It's just a great Didi song. It makes you think of Didi. Anytime I hear anybody say crummy, I think of Didi because that word is just his. He owns it. There's a little trademark next to it in the dictionary that says property of Didi, in my opinion, because he's he's just cute. I just think of Didi saying that stuff is crummy and, it, <laughs> you know, he's not wrong. A lot of stuff really is crummy, but it's just a fun song. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. When I hear crummy. Yeah. I, I immediately think crummy, 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 crummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It is second or third favorite on the album, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like just like a no-brainer. It's just something that you just you're you're charmed by it. It's Dee Dee charm. You don't need much more. Do you need anything else from Dee Dee? If you do, get lost because Dee Dee doesn't have to give you anything else than his charm. Beautiful song, love it. Next album is Halfway to Sanity. Why don't you go first? You already know what I want to choose because you know how I am. Um, this is song number two in Magic Didi songs. I always go with Garden of Serenity. Garden of Serenity is one of my most favorite songs ever because, you know, the first line kind of says it all. And that's, if you want to hang out with me, meet me at the graveyard. There we go. It's it's a cool song. I like it. It's it's just it steps outside of romance. It steps outside of you know everyday life. It steps outside of being pissed off. And you know it's 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 got that whole cool. There's ghosts in it. I want to go hang out with ghosts in Dee Dee. How fun would that be? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Probably not everybody would want to hang out with ghosts, but I'll I'll go hang out with them and certainly go for not me. A walk with them. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go hang out with Joey and have a have a real cool time. Yeah. 
feel-good song on the album. This is the Joey Flirt of all Joey Flirts. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. It's it's classic Joey and classic Ramones. I love the pattern that he sings in this. It's just, it's, I, I can't do anything but smile when I hear it because I, I am easily won over by being told I'm cool. So it's... <laughs> It's it's great song, love it. It's it's the pick me up on the album for me. Yeah, you know you got to sit through Weasel Face. <laughs> so no, I just yeah, it's it's a real cool time. Honorable mention is I want to live. I love that song so oh, much yeah. too. It's just it's just the lyrically. I, there's some beautiful pieces. I mean there there's there's some stuff that's debatable you know, in the realm of DD lyrics, but I mean, there's, there's some really beautiful DD work in the lyrics for this record. And I want to live is a great representation of that. I just really, really love that song. I love that video too. I want, it's, it's my most favorite black and white video. <laughs> I made it different. There you go. I love it just right from the beginning when they're trying to light the lighter and it doesn't light. You get the whole vibe of the song and it's just it's just really cool. And I love I love that. What year did this record come out? It was hmm, 87. This like late 80s Joey, like Leather Joey is Leather Joey is right up my alley. I Yep. Mm-hmm. I know other people pick different ones, but I love Leather Joey. He's a total babe. Actually, all Joeys are babes, and all Deedees are, and all the Ramones are, and I could say something nice about everyone, but I love Leather Joey. He's just pretty magic. All right, on to The Brain Drain. Yes! I love this record. This is one of my <laughs> least favorite records. Um, yeah, the songs... Song selection's kind of spotty, and you know it has that production, just super dated. I just, I don't know. It's it's hard to get into. Um, I mean, I still like it. I mean, I, I listen to it every once in a while, but yeah, certainly not my favorite. Okay, you just remember you open the door up on us having it out when we can meet up at a show after all this COVID stuff is over. We're gonna have a serious discussion about this on side of the building where nobody's hanging out we're going to talk about this and have it out because nate you're wrong 
<laughs> I love this record. I know a lot of people say that about that. You know, they, they, they're they on your side of it. But I mean, for me, there's just so many fun elements happening in this. There's, you know, I, I always say I love this record because it has Christmas and Halloween on it. And if you're not into one of those, you can just get in the bin and not waste my time because <laughs> it's just, it's, it's fun. There's aliens on this too. How cool yeah. is that? I love it. And you know, there's, there's romance, there's aliens, there's necromance, there's <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. It's the whole, the whole, the whole gang is there for a fun time. So <laughs> I really love it. It's, it's just a beautiful, and there's miracles on mm-hmm. it too, Nate. See, it's, it's a good album. It's a pretty good album. Um, you know, it's just, just the sound and, uh, a couple clunkers. You take a couple okay, songs well, off and it's, yeah. it's a much better record. <laughs> okay. I'm going to save my other 75 reasons to convert you to my school of thought for when we can do our in person at a show have it out discussion away from everybody because you're in trouble with me over brain drain but <laughs> i'll put i'll put it aside and say um go ahead and choose your favorite song i gotta go with merry christmas yes great fucking song um just classic ramones everybody can relate to it you know let's just Let's not fight for one fucking day of the year, you know? <laughs> if there's one day that we're not going to get into it, it might as well be Christmas. Yeah. See, it put a pin in your dysfunction for one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, cool video. This is one of my favorite videos from them, for and, sure. Yeah, it is a cool video. It's I love the way Joey looks in that, and <laughs> CJ is in this video as well. Yeah. Yes. He looks cool in it too. He has his. He kinda, always looks cool. <laughs> but this was this was when he had kind of like his. Was his hair grown out in this one? I can't remember. Or was it? Did he have like his Sid Vicious hair in it? I, like his hair I was shorter remember. for a while. I don't remember. We can edit it if it's not right. But I think it was. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Okay. So you are Christmas, and I am Halloween. I always go with Pet Cemetery because it's it's just, you know, that's the yeah. the third one in my Dee Dee Ramon mystical, magical, spooky trifecta of wonderment for Sarah Ramon for all of eternity. That's the official name for it. <laughs> I love Pet Cemetery because it's just it's just such a cool song. It's it's I lyrically it's wonderful. Daniel Ray is in there again. It's just so cool it goes with a cool movie it goes the lyrics are just awesome and i love the video i'm gonna keep saying that but it's 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 a video that i will not leave behind it's cool it's if i was if i was gonna be in any ramones video i would be in that video (laughs) i'd probably be in merry christmas this should have been like a huge hit for him It's so good. Like, I told you this before, but, like, real songwriters would have fucking killed to have been able to write a song this good. But that's, you know, vanilla people get scared pretty easy, and I can see that's (laughs) why they wouldn't want it. (laughs) Yeah. No offense to vanilla people, but, I mean, this, this song is the song representation of me 
waiting to get my tires rotated while reading a graveyard symbols book and everybody looking at me like hmm, who's that that's probably <laughs> that's probably why this song was not a hit but i mean if you just listen to it and let yourself embrace it it's such a wonderfully written song it's, it's perfection it really really is and i don't know don't bury yourself in the pet cemetery it's a good practice next up is mondo bizarro yes uh i'm ready what you got i am too um i really really love this record the K7s did an awesome job covering it. I they did reviewed that right away when it came out because I just fell in love with it. And they just they just had such a perfect approach to it, and they respected it in the sense of the music. They played everything so well. They sang everything so well. Um, Kurt is definitely from the school of Joey with the way he sings. He's just he just has such a wonderful pop sensibility so everybody fantastic job on that cover record and i love this record because it just it has it has so many reasons why it's important it's the first time cj goes in the studio with them so that's huge too it's 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 a you know it's it's there's the letdown with Didi leaving but Didi didn't really leave he's there in songwriting and one of his best songs ever is on this record so if you want to say Didi left <laughs> if you want to say Didi left you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and um there's just so many elements this showing that they can they can revive themselves everybody can step up and you know, take on more energy and shift the dynamic with band lineup and do something wonderful because this record is beautiful and it has everything from like a tougher vibe. It has funner vibes. It has, you know, the romance in it and it has, um, do you want to go first or am I going first? Uh, you're going first. Okay. Um, I will pick the obvious of Poison Heart. I love Poison Heart so much. I have a, a Poison Heart tattoo. <laughs> so oh, it's so good. It's I have to pick Poison Heart. It's 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 you know it's it's, it's such a you know it feels so disappointed with the world, but there's it's it's there's such a heartache in it, but it's wrapped up in so much beauty. And this is, you know, this is where I'm telling you, Dee Dee did not leave the band because that's, that's, I mean, some people would argue that that's the best song he ever wrote in his career. And it, I don't know, you can't make me choose a favorite Dee Dee song because that's just mean and I'll cry and I won't do it <laughs> ever. But um, it's... Poison Heart has to be one of them. Yeah, it is one of them because it just has... It just has everything in it. It's just it just feels like you're getting swept away in a whirlwind and it it's 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 painful and it's beautiful at the same time. And that's the little dreamy eyed poet explanation of it. <laughs> it's the same caliber song as Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yes. Poison Heart is the obvious choice, but the other obvious choice is strength to endure. <laughs>
the song but i think it's so cool that they let cj sing it you know he did such a great job on it but how cool of of them you know like the new guy in the band he gets to sing a song on the first record i mean no one ever does that that's so cool and they did it because they're the ramones and they're fucking awesome yeah it 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 just it really it really is a beautiful moment in the ramones legacy where they they weren't just bringing this guy on as a fill-in. They were passing the torch to him and saying, you're one of us. And that's what Strength to Endure represents to me. And also another just wonderfully written Dee Dee song. I mean, it's, I, like, like I said, Howling at the Moon is something I put on when I'm feeling a little bit discouraged. But Strength to Endure is, is a no-brainer in that realm as well. I mean, it's Dee Dee just has such a cool way to dictate that kind of energy and this one goes in a completely different angle you know even aside from the vocalist but it's just it's just really beautiful and 
I should probably get tattooed for that song as well because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run out of room. But yeah, this 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 whole record is just something special. I love, um, you know, one of the less common songs that I love a lot is I Won't Let It Happen. You know, that Joey Ramone, Andy Chernoff combination is just magic. You know, it's, it's, it's like bringing forward that kind of 50s, 60s vibe. It's a beautiful song. I love it. It's a cool album. And I told you before, like... Everyone says, like, CJ put a little life into the band, but I think the opposite. Like, I think they were like, hey, let's show this young punk how we do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At that, I mean, at that point in time, I I don't, I I disagree with anybody saying that CJ gave them life. I think the Ramones were a force of nature. They threw him at the center of, they, you know, they put him at the eye of the hurricane and then they just pushed him into it with this record. Oh yeah. And he proved CJ proved himself with this record. He there was no question that he was the one that was supposed to come into it and I think everything is always moving in the direction that it's supposed to go. Everything is transpiring exactly in the manner that it's supposed to, so long as you keep moving, so long as you keep giving your all to something, you are always going to go to the next right step. And it might not be something that you're expecting, but it's it's going to work out. Everything's going to come together. It's going to be perfect. And that's that was CJ coming in. He was supposed to be there. It was faded. It was, it was very, the stars kind of planned it in my eyes. And I love the record. Yep. Okay, so the last one we have is Adios Amigos. Yes. It's a good record. I like it. I'm set. Oh, and we'll mention that we're, we are not including... Acid Eaters is technically a studio album, but we're not <laughs> including it. We're not including it because we're not doing covers in this. I mean, we talked about some of the covers, but we're not picking them as our executive decision. And in that record, I'll, I'll cover it because it... I. I know I love it more than you, Nate, but uh, you yes, know, it, you it's, 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 <laughs> I love it because it's a great representation of Ramon's influences all the way across the board. I, I, I adore the Trogs cover. I love the CCR cover. It's, it's just a cool record to me, but we're not doing covers, so we're skipping it and that's okay. So we're saying adios. Amigos, this is the last Ramones record, and it's mm-hmm. I it's 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 a sad thing and it's a beautiful thing because you know every book has to end, and you know if you can keep something going from seventy four to ninety six, how badass is that? <laughs> that's and, awesome, and you know just that's that's the part of this that's really beautiful. Is it? forces you to step back and examine the whole tapestry. I mean, when you're moving through the records, you're feeling the strands as they're moving. You're you're running your fingers through that and you're feeling it in the moment. Each part of the tapestry has something beautiful. Well, when you get to Adios Amigos, it's, it's a step back and view the whole masterpiece the whole body of work and it's just you just behold it and it's something that is you know it's 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 emotional it's emotional for me i 
you know, is this this record does make me teary in certain spots, and it's just you know, it, it's it's just it's a marking of time. It's a it's a close to a chapter, but it's also it's also like wow, how how did this even happen? And it's yeah. it's just it's amazing that something could come out of nothing from some kids hanging out in Forest Hills. They didn't really even know how to be proper musicians. They just went for it and it was meant to be. This is this, you know, I think Adios Amigos shows that miracles can happen and the Ramones were a miracle. They are a miracle. Yeah, they you're they right. always will be. And I, I yeah, I know I get like emotional <laughs> three thousand about everything, but it really is. It really is. Okay, there's another Iron Man reference. Okay, I'll be a nerd and pull myself out of getting teary because if I keep on that if I keep on that path I will get teary and I promise no crying. Um so. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just it's it's just amazing. You know, you hold this record in your yeah. hands and you're holding decades in your hands. You're holding decades. You're holding the completion of decades of something that changed the world. It didn't just change rock and roll. It changed the world. It was an awakening for something that couldn't have happened without the Ramones. I mean, there were, there, they had their start. They, there was, you know, everything connects musically as far as, as far as mm-hmm. influence. And you have, you know, you have Buddy Holly who, the Beatles wouldn't exist without because they loved Buddy Holly. Then Paul McCartney checked in a hotel as Paul Ramone. Yeah. And yeah. there's the Ramone. The Ramones. You know, Didi was Didi Ramone before. I think he was Didi Ramone before the Ramones. I'm not sure. But I think he was. I think he said that in one of his books. But um, everything touches. And this is a really significant link in that chain for for everything we music listen to. history and yeah just 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 culturally too you know as punk rockers this gave everybody an identity that didn't fit in and you know and, and maybe we don't need somewhere to be but this gives us a home this gives me a home this is where my home is i have a lot of music that i love and i'm all over the board i love goth music i love post-punk music i love 80s music i'm you know 50s 60s i love garage music i love a lot of i i'm just across the board i you know i i'm madly in love with johnny cash I I love so many different musicians, but the Ramones are my home. This is where I go home, and yeah. that's what this record represents to me. Without the Ramones, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. You know, no Weasel, no Descendants, no Lillingtons, nothing. Like none of it exists without the Ramones. Yeah, this this is the point where the message was relayed to everybody that. If you want to do this, just fuck it. Get out there, try it. <laughs> Push yourself if you feel something. And and that's what I think, you know, this, the Ramones came from a feeling, you know, just from a pure feeling. And 
if you have that, if your heart is sincere, if your heart is true and you really want to do something, it doesn't matter if you if you have if you have a clear set of skills, if you have a plan for it, just get out there and do it. You know, you can do anything you want to do. And it's the Ramones are proof of it. And it's just something that's really beautiful. You can edit, edit this down as much as you like, but it, that's that's what it means to me. It's, it's, it's like this favorite Joey quote. That It's my most favorite Joey quote of all time. I have it right here. Where he, and I think this represents the Ramones pretty wonderfully. He says, I've always enjoyed my life. I enjoyed my life when I had nothing. I kind of like the idea of just being happy with me. I've never worried about what I've had. I've never been materialistic. Maybe when I was 18 or 17, the idea of kind of being a rock star and being driven around in limos, maybe that was kind of exciting. There's really nothing you can't do if you put your mind to it. People might be richer than you are or have more clout or in a higher position than you have, but you can get there too if you just believe in yourself and know you're going to do it. That's That says it all, you know? That's the Ramones. That's the Ramones way. And that's that's all of us. That's, that's yeah. you know, getting to this that's end awesome. point. That's a reflection on that spirit. And it's just, it's, it's so important. And I'm so glad I'm, you know, not, not even just for the bands that it inspired, but also, you know, everything personally in my life, every friend that I've made, that's really meant something to me. And on, on a deeper level is because of the Ramones, you know, you and I started talking because of the Ramones. And that's, you know, that they said, Hey, Hey, Sarah, this is Nate. You guys get together and talk about us. So <laughs> yeah. now we're friends for life. And we made the best Ramones mania and you can't debate us. <laughs> almost. It's almost done. <laughs> yeah. We have two more songs to pick when I can get to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you going first? Yes. Um, I'm going to deviate because I just, it, I feel I have to. I had something initially picked and I have to just pick because, you know, I talk about the whole Ramones vibe, Ramones way of life and how it's not over and life's a gas. That's the one I'm going to yeah. have to go with because, you know, it's, it just feels like the last message to us from Joey <laughs> that, you know, even though it was ending, it was never going to be over. It's never over. You know, and I always say that love means it's never the end. Quite simply. That's, I mean, I, in less than the 5,000 words I just said, <laughs> love means it's never the end. And that's, you know, that's the Ramones are one of the greatest loves of my life. I, I've never settled down romantically. And I always say that I, I'm, uh, when, when it's National Boyfriend Day, I forget what day it is, but I always post a picture of the Ramones and I say that I'm as a self-partnered woman I'm not one to define myself by societal construct achievement but I do love my boyfriends and I always post a picture of the Ramones and they really are they're my they're part of my great love story I have other parts to my love story I think everybody's love story is made of different things but the Ramones are a huge 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 part of mine and life's a gas is just I I need that song it's it's 
it's it's my pulse it's part of my pulse i love it and it's just you know joey reminding you you know and maybe he had a sense maybe he had a premonition for you know how much longer he would be around because you know this was released in 1995 and you know he wasn't going to be around a decade longer maybe he maybe he felt it you know that's another thing too i mean i don't mean to keep getting emotional (laughs) (laughs) i can't help it i'll stop i won't talk about that because then i'll definitely start crying for sure and maybe i do have teary eyes right now it's okay but um that's just him reminding us that he's not going anywhere neither neither are the rest of them it's not over they're gonna go play a cool show with Lemmy without a beard. Do <laughs> 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 so you know I'm crying and laughing? <laughs> so it's okay. But yeah, that's my favorite. You pick yours and I'll stop being a baby. <laughs> I got to go with yeah. another CJ song. Okay. I got to do it. Scattergun. Oh, yeah. Great one. Such a good one. It's all CJ. Yeah. yeah. And yet another example of him belonging there and what he would do post Ramones too, what kind of energy he could bring to the world as a songwriter past past the Ramones. I love uh, I love a lot of stuff that he's done post Ramones. Like Bad Chopper is such a cool band. His solo stuff that is way. amazing. Like imagine the albums that the Ramones would have had, you know, if they would have kept going. Yeah. With with him writing. Would have been unbelievable. Yeah, I think he would he would have beca- he would have started to hold his weight a lot more, but I think also too, you know, I think this, you know, I have my whole little dreamy concept of everything happening the way it's supposed to. I think this was the point where he was supposed to go out into the world and spread his wings because he has his own set too, and I'm glad I'm glad that he's had the opportunity to take the path that he has. He he was he was he was born in the Ramones. I, he had done things previous to the Ramones. He had his metal band previous <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah. But he um this is where he was really born as a songwriter and a musician and it's just yeah. Very, very cool. I love that song too and it's it's it, you don't have to get all deep for it or anything. It's it's just a cool song. Yeah, it's a fun like one. It. Yeah. We got two more in case you forgot. Yes. We're going to choose something that didn't make an album, like uh, from, you know, a demo or, or whatever. So. Yes. Is it me or you? You. All right. I got to go with, um, like, one of the best songs they had. I Want You Around.
that's the best love song ever. I'm gonna see that for it's so good. Time. It really is. I that's that's another one that just it's desire. That's why it's a beautiful song because it's, it's just it's nothing more than desire. It's just telling somebody, "Hey, I want you." And what's better than the want? Probably nothing. Not to me. But yeah. I want to be her in that video. I want Dee Dee in my shower. I want Joey in my bedroom. How lucky for Riff, huh? I want... <laughs> yeah, Johnny looking unenthused with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> he didn't look very happy, did he? Damn, I wish I wasn't playing this acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah, he's like, damn, I, I wish I was in the shower or the bed with Riff. <laughs> I love grumpy guys. <laughs> And I'm always delighted by if he looks pissed, my little, oh, all the little bats within the cavern of my heart are a flutter for Grumpy Johnny. I love him. Yeah, but this song, this song should have made an album. So good. Yeah. Oh, mistake. But it was meant, it's meant to stand alone. It was meant for the movie. It really was. Yeah, it was, I think, but and, you know that, and that that shows the commercial reach yeah. that the Ramones had, and you know the world be damned. Yeah. The world doesn't need to n- recognize it commercially. You know the Ramones did it anyway. They did it anyway. They didn't. You know they they might not have had certain accolades along the way while they were in existence, but they didn't need a thumbs up from anybody. They they did it anyway. They made music for movies they made a movie they did all the things that people did who have commercial success while they're in existence without it and i think that's even cooler you know and that's punk rock that's you know fuck you i'm gonna do it anyway and they did it's great i love it so what's your choice i think i know what it is i think it's it's fairly obvious yes um, well, I have two, but I'm going to go with Unhappy Girl. I just love that song so much. Um, I was going to pick Slug because it's such a good song. It's perfect and it's beautiful and that it's just like glue in your brain and your brain is glued shut <laughs> and you're not going to think about any other song. But I love Unhappy Girl because it's it's just... It has such a sweetness to it. I, you know, in those moments where I'm kind of going through a moment where I'm like, ugh, life, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, and it just has Ramon's song credit. So I'm not, and they must have all written it together, but it's, it's just, it's, it's great advice for us girls when we're in a snit and not having a happy time. <laughs> Joey said, I can go shopping. And he told me that I could do whatever I want. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. And it's, I just love it. It's, it's sweet. It's just, it's, you know, just as you're just on an unlucky streak and it it just reminds me that things are going to get better. And it's also cute. And, you know, it tells me to go shopping. So, okay, I will go buy another dress to go in my 70,000 dresses collection or maybe, another pair of tights because the current 37 pairs I don't have are enough. (laughs) Joey said I could buy them. And then (laughs) this is probably going to be the song that I dance to in my kitchen because it cheers me up. So I love it. It's, it's just, that song is just made for, it was made for the chicks and I love it. 
It's mine. <laughs> it's a cool one, yeah. I love it. Slug's cool, too. Yeah, Slug is super cool. Well, there you go. The real Ramones Mania. Yes. Our Ramones Mania. The best Ramones Mania. I'll make a little Spotify playlist so everyone can uh, listen along and criticize us. Yeah, go for it. We don't care. <laughs> I I certainly don't care. No. Yeah. We don't make care. Make your own list. We're, and... we're, that's the Ramones spirit. Yeah. I don't care. So we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make your own and share it. That's fun. That's what I prefer more than people saying, you forgot this or blah, blah, blah. Make your own and share it with me. That's funner. I would rather I would rather hear what you thought of and say, wow, that's cool too. So don't be a dick. Make your own list. <laughs> there you go. It's a good motto to live by. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thanks for hanging out a bit. Thank you for having me. Come back sometime and we'll talk about something non-Ramones maybe. Yes, we can open up. A probably endless number of possibilities together and choose the same favorite things and be like okay well I guess I will choose something else that I like because Nate already said it or Sarah already said it but yes we are a great team and thank you for having me I love your show I think it's it's there's little there's little supports to music along the way that are always going and I think that this podcast is a great representation of that. I think you're doing something very special and I'm glad you're around and I'm glad you invited me because this is something that I can do quite easily. Talk about music. Awesome. Well, everybody um, go to Instagram and find Ramona Confidential and give her a like, read her stuff, check out her little, uh, her cartoon little logo. It's cool. I like that. Next week? I don't know what I'm going to do next week. Actually, I do know what I'm going to do next week. Uh, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx it. So, fingers crossed. Um, if it happens, fingers it's going to be a cool show. And I have a really cool song to debut next week mm, from a band yeah. from Germany. There's my tease. Yes. Tease of the week. Mm. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote band. So, if you can't figure that one out, um, you're not paying attention. All right, Sarah, I appreciate you hanging out with me a little bit. Uh, let's do it again. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm into it. You want me back? I'm here. Awesome, awesome. Um, all right, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the likes, all that stuff. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. One, two, three, four. Oh,
wanna be a robot. I 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 wanna be a robot. Happy to uh, leave you a message, and sorry I missed you. All right, gabba gabba, hey!